In recent years, wildlife control has emerged as an area of growth for the pest management profession. Wildlife populations have been increasing in and around urban areas, and although these animals play a critical role in the ecosystem and are an integral part of nature, they also present many public health and safety concerns. While many homeowners and consumers have become more aware of the health and property threats associated with smaller pests, such as ants, stinging insects, and termites, it's equally important to acknowledge the potential risks associated with wildlife, such as birds, rodents, raccoons, and other small animals. Hello, I'm Steve Lubetkin, and once again I'm joined by Greg Bauman, Senior Scientist for the National Pest Management Association. In this episode of the NPMA podcast series, we'll be discussing wildlife management as an equally critical piece of preventative pest management. We'll also be addressing how listeners can proactively prevent these larger pests from accessing homes, especially at the change of seasons, which so often lead to an increased risk of property damage and health issues affecting one's home and family. Greg, welcome back to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Greg, why don't we start by talking a little bit about wildlife in the context of pest management. Under what circumstances would wildlife qualify to be considered pests to people and to their living environment? Well, we know that wildlife, certainly the Bambis of the world, they're very cute, but there are times where they become pests. For example, birds and mammals harbor diseases such as Lyme disease, hantavirus, histoplasmosis, which comes from bird droppings. And these are very serious diseases, and this makes these animals pests. Increasingly, we're seeing these kinds of wildlife in suburban areas and even urban environments. This can include bats and raccoons, foxes, skunks. What are some of the things we should be looking for? Well, probably the thing that concerns us most would be rabies. We've heard about rabies over the years. As many as 40,000 people a year may be experienced exposed to rabies through contact with animals. Are there some things that people should be looking for with wildlife in terms of potential rabies infections? If an animal acts abnormally, people should contact the local animal damage control agency to come out, take a look at the animal, and possibly determine if there's a rabies problem in the area. These would have to be captured by a professional or a pest management company in order to take a sample to find out if they are in fact rabid. It's important from a safety standpoint that homeowners should never address uh, potentially rabid animals. They should only call the authorities or a pest management professional. It's a good idea to stay away from wildlife of this sort in general. Absolutely, because we are living in their domain, and sometimes the relationship is not very friendly. Are there also some property risks associated with wildlife being near our homes? Absolutely. In fact, if you think about it, we've all seen the beaver dams, and beaver dams can cause flooding of properties and flooding of buildings because they are interrupting the flow of water. We know that fields and crops can be destroyed by woodchucks and gophers. We've all seen golf courses that have an infestation of birds, such as geese, that people have to watch where they walk because of the droppings. We know that gardens and crops can be destroyed by deer. We know that structures can become homes to skunks, which can be a very unpleasant experience. When I was a teenager, I worked in a grocery store and a skunk got into the trash compactor and uh, it went through the entire ventilation system of the store. And needless to say, we had to close the store. It is not a good day when you have a skunk inside of a structure. We know that over a billion dollars a year is spent on correcting property damage caused by wildlife. 
So what are some of the broad preventative measures homeowners can take about wildlife management and keeping them contained or away from their homes? As with any pest, vigilance is important. If you see wildlife around your home, it's important to contact somebody immediately. At the same time, remove some of the food. So make sure the trash cans are covered. If you have any damage to your foundation or if you, an area under a deck is accessible where a skunk might set up tight quarters and, and build a nest in there, you certainly want to fence that off to prevent that. So exclusion is probably the best advice. There's also some other risks that we sometimes don't think about to motorists and even to aircraft passengers associated with wildlife, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, just a couple examples. First of all, automobiles. According to the U.S. General Accounting Office, accidents involving automobiles and deer result in more than a billion dollars in damage annually. And it seems to be getting worse rather than better. Also, according to researchers at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, a reported 247,000 motor vehicle accidents involved collisions with wildlife just a few years ago when they looked at it. We also know that over 200 motor vehicle occupants died and more than 26,000 were injured and treated in emergency rooms as a result of animals crossing roads uh, in, in just a few year period. And, and it seems like this is on the increase because everywhere you go, you see animals along the side of the road have been hit by vehicles apparently uh, while trying to cross. Absolutely. The more building that goes on, the more displacement we're, we're causing and we're pushing them out of their natural environment. What about the uh, airline industry? We do know that bird strikes are a big problem. We know that over 6,000 bird strikes are reported in just one year recently. In a recent 10-year period, wildlife aircraft strikes resulted in the deaths of approximately 140 people and the destruction of 115 aircraft worldwide. These accidents cost civil aviation more than $400 million annually. And that's just civil. We also know that bird strikes on military aircraft can cause serious damage. And so bird strikes are a major concern. And in January of 2009, the miracle on the Hudson, when birds got into the engines of, a, of an airplane, a commercial airplane, and that plane had to land on the Hudson. And fortunately, nobody was killed there. But bird strikes can cause crashes, which can lead to deaths. That was a pretty miraculous situation. It's unbelievable. How do pest professionals, this is probably in people's minds as they think about that particular incident, how do pest professionals work with the airports and the airlines to keep these kinds of bird strikes under control or avoid them completely? Typically, airports will have a a wildlife committee. It's a formal program, and they'll work hand-in-hand -hand with a pest management professional. They will monitor the area, keep an eye out on the runways, and any type of wildlife, whether it be birds or whether it be deer, that would be found in the area will be excluded from that area as quickly as possible. Now, if someone's listening to us talking about wildlife, they look up to see a family of deer looking back at them through the dining room window, what should they be doing? Well, they're very cute, and it's a great thing to see this type of thing. That means there's a, a natural, healthy environment for the deer. But when they start to infringe upon your area or encroach upon the backyard or start to get into the trash, say in the case of, of raccoons or possums, it's always best to call that professional, come out, do an inspection, and find out if there's any damage occurring and whether action needs to be taken. Any other final advice or words of wisdom on the subject? 
Well, there's some great information available at pestworld.org to provide information for homeowners that might be looking for some information on wildlife. And when in doubt, have that professional come out and take a look. If you see something scratching or if you hear something in your attic, it's best to address it sooner rather than later. Great. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Our sincere thanks to Greg Bauman of the National Pest Management Association for such a great overview of the growing impact of wildlife upon homeowners. For more information on wildlife management or any of the other topics discussed in this podcast, please visit whatisipm.org or pestworld.org. And be sure to check back for future podcasts covering various pests and pest-related topics which are so critical to homeowners and their families. For the National Pest Management Association, this is Steve Lubetkin. Thanks so much for listening and take good care.